Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Does anyone ever going to have a ticket to ride the Eglinton Crosstown? I don't know. We're supposed to hear something from Metrolinx at 1 o'clock. They uh, are going to have some kind of press conference. Hopefully, they'll tell us an end date to this thing. Maybe it opens. Maybe it doesn't. But this is a 19-kilometer line supposed to be open three years ago. I mean, they started building the thing in 2011, and now it's billions over budget. And it's been collecting dust ever since because there's been so many issues, whether it's track problems, supply chain issues, I don't know, incompetence. Do they have that finish date that they can't figure out? I think it's important. You know, we spend billions and billions on these projects. I know Hamilton's going through with an LRT line. Metrolinx will will spearhead that one. And it's like if I'm looking at it, given what they did in Ottawa and now what we see in Toronto, ooh, might be running away from that one. Let us bring in Dr. Murtaza Hader, professor with the Ted Rogers School of Management of Toronto Metropolitan University. Good to have you, doctor. Are you hopeful today that we'll uh, get a date? Yes, I mean, what else, what other choices have but to be hoped? <laughs> I don't know, they could tell us it's broken. Yeah. Again, who knows? Yeah, if these are, you know, in fairness, these projects could be very complicated. And, and especially when tunneling is involved and, and when so many different moving parts. But at the same time, this is not the first time anyone is trying to put tracks on a road. This is something that Europe has been doing for centuries. And this is something mm-hmm. that China has done and shown the rest of the world how to build tunnel and build high-speed rails and trains and tracks and LRTs. The question is, um, we ask ourselves, why is it that Canada, regardless of the city or the province, struggles to build public transit on time and on budget? That's something, the story from starting from Quebec to Ontario to elsewhere and Ottawa, There's no end to this story, and and I just am looking at it, and I see why taxpayers whose money is being used to build this, why do they tolerate all this, and why do they not ask for greater um, response and greater accountability from the decision makers? May that be in the provincial legislature, may that be the heads of the Metrolinx or other transit agencies, but this is taxpayers' money. They deserve to be respected, and they deserve to have the answers. Yeah, like John A. McDonald built a transit line right across the country and, and oh, yeah. a lot less headaches and, and, and far faster. It's so it can be done. I just don't know why in 2023 you got the Ottawa. Ottawa is a complete disaster. I mean, I don't know how heads haven't rolled for that. I don't know why no one's been called to task on that. And again, uh, I assume it's going to be announced today, but who's to say there's not going to be the same repetition of Ottawa. And then if you're in Hamilton where they're looking to build this line, there's so many learning lessons on this thing. Absolutely. I mean, Ottawa is something that is going to be the fodder for books and reports for centu- for decades because there's so much to learn from there. But let, let me take you back a little bit to Montreal, where mm. they extended the subway from uh, the island of Montreal to the island of Laval. But from the last subway station in Montreal, Hari Burasad, they just extended it to five, six stations, five 
five kilometer extension. The project was approved for something under $200 million. And when it was completed, the costs were over $900 million, almost approaching a billion dollars. And then the Auditor General in Quebec wrote a review of that. And that review should serve as a guideline for every transit operators, every executive involved in the public or private sector looking at building mega projects. Because that that review by the Auditor General of Quebec on the Laval Metro Extension shows you how things can go wrong and what to do about it. My 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 point is what what um, what disappoints me is that even with such detailed analysis and review and, and guidelines being available for decades, we continue to make the same mistakes mm-hmm. as we get along with building new transit infrastructure. And it's nothing new. It's been happening here. It's going to continue to happen in the future. You have these these new lines in Toronto, and then there's the Scarborough RT and whatnot. This is a story that will be repeated. There's a there's a book called Mega Projects and Risks, and I used to teach infrastructure investments in the past at McGill, and that was a required reading. Mega Projects and Risks, and the book details how this story happens, not here, but all across the world, where public transit projects are approved by deliberately putting lower prices or lower costs, deliberately under, uh, underestimate the cost, overestimate yeah. the benefits. I mean, this crosstown is 60% faster. Right now, it's 0% faster because it's not even moving. I mean, you go on Metrolink's website, say, you're going to cross the city in 60% faster. The day it opens, I'm going to be on the first train. <laughs> Thank you, Tegarati. It's yeah. going to be at 60% because $13 billion have gone into this, right? It better be 60% yeah. faster. Jeez, you think? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll take that trip with you. Very much appreciate it, Doctor. We'll see what they announce today. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. That's Dr. Bertaza Hayter. And yeah, we do put up with it.